Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya special edition of Real Talk with Tanya White. I am your host, Tanya Today we are having a special edition with Pastor Jamal Harrison Bryan, talking about his upcoming book, World War Me. And I am excited to talk about this great book. It's a very intriguing title, and I know those listeners out there, you are excited as well. This has been another a very high response um, RSVP on Real Talk with Tanya White. So we're going to get right into the questions. We see that our guest is on the line. So we're going to uh, briefly introduce him, and then we're going to welcome uh, Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryan to the show. Radical, revolutionary, innovative, anointed, and cutting edge are some of the words often used to describe Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryan. The ministry-driven vanguard has inspired thousands of believers around the nation, me as well, with his he just meets the rated R brand of Real Talk, real, relevant, and refreshing. He started out with 43 people, and now that has expanded under God's direction to over 10,000 members. We're going to bring him right on because he has a very busy schedule. Welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryan. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're connected. Okay, thank you. Hello, 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 Dr. Brian. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We are fantastic today. Excited to chat with you about your very intriguing book, World War Me, and some other things. Welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Um, thank you. We're gonna we're not gonna keep you long because we, you have an insane schedule and we respect that. But before we get started, we want you to tell us who you are in your own words. We we know you. We've heard you preach. I've heard you preach. But tell us who you are in your own words. I am glad and grateful to be the son of John and Cecilia Bryant. I'm the proud uh, father of the most beautiful little girls in the whole wide world. I'm uh, thriving to be the best pastor in Common Temple. And All I'm right. still a saint who God is still working on. All righty then. Real relevant and refreshing. Now let's get to this book, World War Me, Battle Strategies uh, for Life. Success, very intriguing title. What was your inspiration for writing this book? Uh, I don't know if it was an inspiration or a revelation. All right. Uh, having uh, gone through uh, the most traumatic season of my life, it really mm-hmm. talks about uh, 
uh, bad decisions. I, I read a, a quote this morning that has stuck with me, that success has caused a lot of people to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that, that uh, really uh, put it into perspective. And the whole book is about uh, making better decisions and choices for your life. The Lord put me on the fast track early in life uh, to really make an impact into the kingdom. Uh, and I made the wrong decision. I decided to go with image over integrity. Mm. And because I made uh, poor choices, it cost me uh, just about everything. Uh, my relationship with God, my marriage, my ministry, my name, my mm-hmm. reputation. Uh, but I'm a witness that God is a restorer of us all. Uh, and it really is, is a um, is not a tell-all expose book. It is really a manual uh, through my own experiences. Uh, how do people who uh, claim to be blessed and highly favored, how do you maintain it once you receive the blessing, yes. once you receive the favor, and how, how do you walk circumspectly uh, with character, and that charisma is not a replacement for character. Mm. Can you say that one, once again, charisma? <laughs> charisma <laughs> is not a replacement for character. Oh, my goodness. Let's just skip because you made a very valid uh, and true point. You said that you got your image messed up with your integrity. Uh, and I, I a lot chose of us, my yeah, I chose my image over integrity. Over integrity. And you mentioned that in your book. And a lot of us go through that at some point in our life. What what, what are some pitfalls to doing that? Choosing uh is confusing uh your personality with his presence. Mm-hmm. Uh and thinking that is really you and that you can go into autopilot. Uh, because you're gifted doesn't mean you're anointed. Oh. Uh, and because I, I uh, was raised in public speaking during oratorical contests, I was on radio since I was 12 years old, mm-hmm. uh, did all kind of public speaking, so I know how to talk. Right. Uh, and I, it was almost uh, like Samson going out and assuming that he still had the strength, mm-hmm. not knowing that the power of God had already left him. Uh, and that's, that's a veritable quandary to be in. Uh, when people uh, become drawn to the personality uh, and forget that uh, all of us are just earthen vessels. Right. Uh, and you cannot so celebrate your servant that they become celebrities and forget to be servants. Mm. Woo, that was a mouthful, Dr. Bryant. All right. So true, so true. And uh, you talk about the landmines, the sniper attacks in this book that people can go and read a wonderful excerpt from. I was blessed just by the excerpt, and they can go. Where can they go to read the excerpt? Can you give your They can go to jamalbryant.org uh, and read an excerpt, or they can go to amazon.com. Uh, I, I think that this book is really going to change the nation, change the body of Christ. Uh, World War Me, How to Win the War I've Lost. So I ask uh, the listeners, unless they're driving, uh, to go and pre-order it now before it even comes out. Uh, it, it's going to be a blessing, I think, to every parent, to every single person. Uh, to every person who's working through some difficulties in their marriage, every person uh, who is presumably gifted, uh, this is really going to be a survival manual for everybody. Yes, you need to go pre-order. As an author, it is very important you pre-order the book so we can get a, a, a idea of who is going to read it and who wants it. Now, you talk, right. you give war words in these books, landmines, sniper attacks, sabotage, and we do that to ourselves so many times, and we become our own worst enemy, as you say. Give us three ways that we set up our own enemy attacks and our own uh, sabotages against ourselves and create this war, uh, world war me. Well, the very first one, in 1969, uh, under the leadership of Richard Milhouse Nixon, 
uh, America began involved in an exchange uh, called Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And the problem that we had in it uh, is that America never declared war. Mm -hmm. What a backdrop with that is if you never declare war, you can never declare victory. Wow. Uh, so here we were, one of the strongest nations in the whole planet, and we were being defeated by people who didn't have our militaristic strength, didn't have our money, and didn't have our technology. Mm -hmm. But what was the difference is that they declared war and we didn't. And one of the problems we have is we forget that the enemy has declared war on us, mm -hmm. but we keep going along acting as if what we're going through is not serious business. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, is an expression I've taken from one of my dear friends, Bishop George Bloomer out of Raleigh, North Carolina, Bethel Worship yes. Center, has an expression that I've co-opted called, be careful of weapons of mass distraction. Yes. The enemy really doesn't have any arsenal against any of us uh, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Mm -hmm. But we can't be so distracted by what the enemy shows us uh, that we don't see what it is that God has for us. Yes. And a lot of people who are married and in covenant, they get distracted. And then when they lose what it is that they have, uh, then they want to come back home and try to regain it yes. because they've now come come to themselves. Yes. Like uh, the prodigal son, uh, he woke up in the pig's pen uh, and said, I deserve better than this. And all of us need to come to that revelatory moment. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Weapons of mass distraction. Can you give us some examples of those? I know we. I know some of my weapons of mass distraction. Yes. Uh, well, we weapons of mass distraction uh, is uh, uh, thinking that we're above the law. Mm -hmm. So we have the, the warning label on the pack of cigarettes. Know that it will cause emphysema, know it will cause cancer, but people will smoke anyway. Yeah. Uh, alcoholics running your family. You've seen how it has debilitated your father, how it's wasted away your uncle. But when you're under stress, you repeat that same behavior. Yes. Uh, dealing with uh, sexuality, uh, that we uh, delude ourselves that it can't happen to us. Mm -hmm. And then we have a nervous breakdown when we turn up pregnant or have an STD, uh, as if yeah. it couldn't happen when all of us came through sexual ed in the 11th grade. Yes. Uh, so th those are the weapons of mass distraction. Wow. If you just join Real Talk in special edition, we're talking to Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryant, talking about his upcoming powerful book, World War Me, Battle Strategies for Life Success. Now, I read Chapter 2 on JamalBryant.org, and I was very uh, inspired and motivated and got me to thinking when you made this revel uh, you know, illustration between financial identity theft and then personal identity theft. Uh, in your opinion, in your book you say uh, we can't have our personal identity genuinely stolen, correct? Can you correct. explain that? Can you explain that? Uh, is that somebody can steal your Social Security number. Mm -hmm. Someone can steal your tax ID. Somebody, while you are talking to me right now, can slip into your purse and take out your driver's license. But they haven't stolen who you are. Yeah. They've stolen a piece of who you are. Where the enemy messes us up that when we make a mistake and it becomes exposed, people lose themselves because they confuse the issue with their identity. And the Bible is replete with examples of this, is that the Bible is guilty of making people issue their identity. There was a woman with the issue of mm -hmm. blood. We yeah. lose her identity because of her issue. He was Naaman. He was a great general, had tremendous courage, but he had leprosy. He's associated with his identity, and you've got to become clear that I am greater than what my issue is. 
Yes. Otherwise, I'll go down with my issue. Yes, you will every single time. Now, as Christians, do we do you think that we uh, become accomplices, sort of say, in some of these, uh, some of us losing this battle of who we are? I think so. Is that because much of what the church preaches, regrettably, is getting you to success, mm-hmm. but not to maintaining success. Yes. Oh uh, so we preach on everybody in the church is going to be a millionaire. Yes. Every, everybody yes. going to be debt free. Everybody going to find their soulmate. And so everybody is promising, uh, waiting for the promise, anticipating it, fasting, praying, laying on their face, but nobody gives the follow-up. What do you do once you get it? Mm-hmm. If today I would have sent to you from Baltimore to, to, to your home a, a car, mm-hmm. uh, and said, listen, just because you – uh, have been nice to me. You've given me this opportunity, given me the earport of your listeners. I'm sending you this car because that's what I want to do. Yes. It would be a wonderful blessing. You would get up Sunday, Dr. Brian sent me a car. Yes. You'd be yes. shouting. But it'd be up to you then to go get gas. Yes. It'd be up to you then to make sure that there was oil in the car. Yes. It's up to you then to make sure that the tires are rotated and have air in them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we lose the balance. Uh, because we usher the people in the grave mm-hmm. to clear we give them a parachute. Yes, and that is so important to maintain, and that is sometimes the most challenging and tiresome part of the blessing is to maintain it uh, right. because there's so much responsibility, and you have to you have to know before you get that car because a lot of people get cars and they don't even think about all the maintenance issues, and then right. people get their stuff repossessed. We get our blessings right. repossessed because we don't maintain it. It's an excellent point. Uh, what are some practical strategies? We talk about the war. We talk about the pitfall. Practical strategies for spiritual people because sometimes I believe as a Christian we can get so high in the spirit that we don't pay attention to the practical steps that we can take. Well, the, the practical is that in all of the armed forces uh, there's a principle that needs to be applied to the body of Christ. And the principle is leave no one behind, mm-hmm. uh, is that everybody needs an accountability partner. A lot of us have prayer partners mm-hmm. uh, and shopping partners and movie partners, but you need an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. An accountability partner would suggest this. Listen, uh, Jamal, I'm, I'm going out on a date with this guy. I just met him. Uh, I like him. I'm drawn to him. I'm attracted to him. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I ain't been out on a date in a while, so start calling me at 10. At 10. If I don't answer the phone at 10 o'clock, come to my house because I know what my weakness is. I know what my issue is, and I need somebody to be accountable. And most times, regrettably, we don't go to the church until we get caught. Yeah. So after the man breaks your heart, after your period is late, after it is that mm-hmm. they don't come to your job, then we want to come to the church. Y'all pray for me. Yeah. But when things were going well and we slipped into iniquity and sin, then we weren't coming to the church then. Right. Uh, and so you need somebody who will hold you down in the trenches and say, listen, uh, you losing your identity over your mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. Because before you had a man, you was in Bible study. Well, but now that you got one, you out at the movies. So yeah. who is that accountability partner? Who is it? And then sometimes people, I talked singles for many years, Dr. Bryan, and during mm-hmm. that time of, uh, it's a want, it's a desire, because some of us don't want accountability because we want to do what we want to do. Right. Uh, and I lost a lot of uh, single brothers and sisters during the spring and the summer months because right. we found that summer love and didn't want the accountability. So what does a person do uh, besides prayer 
uh, and uh, besides badgering people over the head and say, you know, I'm here for you. Uh, I noticed that you haven't been here. How do you approach a person who? Yeah, well, that, that that has to come out of relationship, and that relationship okay. has to be fostered out of trust. Out of trust. Uh, because otherwise, you won't be the single leader. You will be the parole officer. Right. Uh, right. And so there's going to be an equal exchange of right. vulnerability. See, if we're accountability partners, then at the same time, it's your responsibility as the leader to say, you know what, y'all, y'all are seeing me teach on Romans 12, mm-hmm. uh, and you hear me espousing about Corinthians, but this is a struggle for me too. Yeah. Uh, and I think one of the liberating factors that I found even in uh, the brief discussions that I've been having across the country about the book is that people are drawn to the fact that they rarely, if ever, hear from uh, the pulpit any level of transparency right. uh, about where it is that people are struggling, where they're going through. So do you think it can be a catch-22 sometimes because uh, sometimes we are transparent um, and then they don't, the response is negative? Can well, it, it depends on what the, whether there's net there. You, you, it's hard to catch one. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, somebody's always going to say something about something. If you don't just okay. share anything, then somebody on the last row says, he a man just like me, put on his pants one foot right. leg at a time. If you share something, there's somebody in the choir loft saying, "Yeah, I bet he's still doing it." Right. So I mean, you ain't you can't be all things to all people. That's, okay. And and you got to get Joyce Myers talked about being delivered from being people pleasers. Okay. Uh, but when you're operating again with integrity, and you know for yourself that the aim of it is not to sell the book, but to be a blessing to somebody, mm-hmm. uh, people will be able to gauge your heart. Cool. Excellent. Awesome. And our time is running out. But I do want to talk about, you have some great upcoming events in Empowerment Temple. Uh, Yes. Uh, We have a conference coming up in February uh, called When Love Knocks You Down. Uh, And everybody uh, on the planet has gone through a relationship that has burned them, hurt them, uh, and has wounded them. There are right now in America 100 million singles, Mm. 100 million singles in America, and most of them are desirous of feeling and receiving affection from somebody but they carry the baggage of a previous relationship, mm-hmm. whether you're presently married, whether you're uh, solidly single, whether you're going through uh, separation, whether legal or otherwise. Everybody has gone through something. How do you heal through those relationship wounds? And the wounds may not be from an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. It may come from uh, an older sibling. It may come from a stepfather. Yeah. It may come from an insecure mother. It may come from an overbearing grandmother. How do you heal from that and move forward? So Valentine's weekend, all roads will lead to Baltimore uh, when love knocks you down. So I hope uh, that all of your listeners will get on the airplane, uh, yes. drive, catch a kite. So. <laughs> you got enough time to do it and, and come and hang out with us in Baltimore. Is there a cost to that? Uh, well, go to the to the website. Okay. Uh, go to the website and they'll be able to get all the information about it uh, at jamalbryant.org or at empowermenttemple.org. All right. You just had a Dare to Be a Man crusade. How was that? It was absolutely incredible uh, with Bishop David Evans uh, out of New Jersey. He has written a new book called Dare to Be a Man and really just a challenge as to where our men need to step up their game uh, and really produce and provide in a biblical way. Awesome, awesome. Last nuggets of wisdom. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing and being so real, relevant, and refreshing is our our slogan here. Uh, Last nuggets of wisdom concerning World War Me, why we need it, uh, who's going to benefit from it, or whatever the Lord leads you to say. Yes. 
is Alcoholics Anonymous is on to something critical that I think the church needs to adopt, that whether you haven't had a drink in 12 days or 12 years or 24 months, before any alcoholic says anything, they say, I am a recovering alcoholic, mm-hmm. whether it's 12 days, 12 years, or 24 months. And the reality is no matter what it is that you have been delivered from, you are still in recovery from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would say to somebody who's listening who feels like you've come out of the war, there's still another battle around the corner. Mm-hmm. So you've got to gird up your loins, and there's more than turn to your neighbor uh, and giving some, three people a high five and coming down the aisle, <laughs> but really – making up your mind that I'm going to win this battle every day, one day at a time. So I ask that every listener, if you're serious about having a better life, making better choices and stronger decisions, please uh, log on. Uh, you can go to Amazon or go to jamalbryan.org and get World War Me, How to Win the War I Lost. Yes, and if somebody wants to book you or are you going to have seminars surrounding this? Uh, yes, they can all go. All information will go through the website, well, uh, jamalbryan.org. Or they can call our church, 410-225-3497. Well, thank you. Our listeners have been blessed. I already know it in my spirit. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, Dr. Bryan. Uh, thank, uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. You be blessed, and we'll follow up with you later. All right. Thank you. Thank you. If you just joined this special edition of Real Talk with Tanya White, we just had a great uh, interview with Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryant. Uh Pastor of Empowerment Temple, uh, he has a dynamic new book coming out, World War Me, uh, Battle Strategies for Life Success. Awesome, awesome uh, man of God. I know I've been blessed by many of his sermons. Uh, his uh, previous book, Foreplay, for, uh, talking about relationships. Uh, you need to get this book. Uh, log on to Amazon.com. Pre-order it now uh, so you won't be stuck when it comes out, not getting your copy, or go to jamalbryant.org or empowermenttemple.org. I'd like to say thank you to everyone who is on the line. The lines are full. Everyone who is in the chat, thank you to uh, Lady Charmaine, a blog talk host who gave me uh, and hooked this uh, up for me, gave me the contact information. Uh, Thank you so much, and thank you to one of our listeners, Keisha Dawn. Happy birthday to Miss Keisha Dawn out of Texas. She is the author of the brand-new book, his Grace, His Mercy, uh, and all of you all, this is a special edition of Real Talk with Tanya White. We are normally on Thursday nights at 7 p.m., and we're in the middle of moving from okay to outstanding series this October month. We will have this week um, Danielle Jervy, the incredible one herself, and Layman Hicks. They're going to be talking about how you can stand out in any crowd, what you need to do to become that standout person and achieve your dreams. Uh, again, tune in to Real Talk with Tanya White on our regularly scheduled program time of 7 p.m. on Thursday evening, uh, October 8th. Also, my brand-new book, The 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell, is available at Amazon.com and TanyaWhite.com. Please help us sister out. It will bless your life. I've been getting great feedback from men, uh, women. It is not a male-bashing book. You will be surprised at what information is in there. Um, also, while you're uh, visiting TanyaWhite.com, sign up for Tanya's Tips e-newsletter. It gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. And if nothing else, we're going to close out and listen to uh, Fred Hammond. This is one of my favorite songs of his new CD, Love Unstoppable. When, you have, when you're in the battle of a war between yourself, 
and you're losing that battle, you're just going to have to ask the Lord to take my hand, Lord. Lead me on and let me stand. And like uh, Dr. Brian said, you have to make a choice to win the battle. Uh, when you make that choice, you're going to make those actions. You're going to get that accountability, and you're going to win the war. And remember, just because you've been delivered from one thing, there's another battle around the corner. So you need to gird up your loins, uh, protect your mind, your body, and your spirit, and do what you need to do. We're living in the time of no more excuses. You know what to do. Now it's just time to do it. I love you guys. Tweet it, Facebook it, send this to everybody. Listen, get his book, World War Me, Battle Strategies for Life Success, and also get Tanya White's book, The 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. I love you guys and talk to you Thursday. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.